Hey friends, and welcome to episode 162 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today we're going to talk about why silence is truly golden. Because as it turns out, a quiet environment is the way to go to get your best work done. But how do you escape the noise and find moments of silence throughout the day? This might be surprising, but one of my favorite things to listen to in the car is nothing. Well, nothing or Taylor Swift, but you'll usually find me on the way to pick up the girls from daycare sitting in silence. I've found that by turning off the T-Swift for a little while and just being alone with my thoughts has resulted in some of the best ideas and aha moments. Ideas for chapters in my book came to me in the quiet. Ideas for teaching in the It's About Time Academy. I mean, even the idea for this very episode came to me during one of my quiet rides to pick up the girls. And if you're in need of a noise vacation, this episode will be music, or silence, I guess, to your ears. (laughs) And because I know you're probably trying to make the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, It might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. So don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 162. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Now it's my turn to ask you, are you the kind of person who needs total silence to work? Or are you the one that always has music or a podcast on in the background? Well, if you're in the first camp, I have good news. Science actually supports silence for a productive work environment. Certain studies have shown that longer periods of silence can increase brain cells and productivity and have a big impact on our mental health because it helps us relax or slow down. When we're interrupted by noises, our concentration levels drop. It's kind of like leaving the front door open on a cold morning. The house is already warmed up, but the second you open up that door, the cold air rushes in, drops the temperature, and then your heater has to work twice as hard to bring the temperature back up. And our ability to focus isn't much different. Our brains constantly receive sensory input, and when it becomes too much, aka sensory overload, it can impact the prefrontal cortex, which is involved in direct attention, problem solving, and high-order thinking. So more distractions means you increase your chances for mental fatigue because your brain is working overtime to catch up to your desired level of focus. But productivity isn't the only thing silence can help you with. It can also help boost your creativity. 
A study done in 2013 by psychologist Jonathan Smallwood found that our creativity levels are greatly influenced by our ability to disengage from our external environment. This is because so much of creativity stems from our ability to get lost in our own self-generated thoughts. In other words, just letting your mind wander. Albert Einstein and Sir Isaac Newton famously worked alone and in silence for most of their lives. And while they weren't what you would traditionally call creative, obviously they were some of the greatest minds in human history. Clearly, there's something to this silence thing. But what about when you have several things running in the background, and they're things you can't necessarily turn off, like your toddlers playing in the background or your dogs barking every time they see the mailman come around. Maybe you work in an open concept office space with people all around you taking sales calls, popping into Zoom meetings, and chatting over cubicles about lunch plans. You may not be able to eliminate all distractions, but by switching up your environment when you can, you can get more done. And I've got a few ways to help you do that. So number one, change up your environment. It can be really hard to focus when you're in the room with others who may be watching TV or if you're working at a noisy coffee shop. The easiest way to cut out the noise and eliminate distractions is to step away from them. Maybe take your work outside or on the front porch if you work from home. Go to your local library for a few hours. Even lock yourself in your bedroom if you have to. If you work in a noisy office, can you reserve some space in a closed-door conference room when you need to focus? When I worked in a noisy PR agency, anytime I needed to write talking points or a speech for a client, you could find me upstairs locked in one of our conference rooms to focus and get it done. A change in environment, like moving to a quieter space, can help so much. And even if you can't totally change your environment, try making small changes like turning off your notifications and silencing your phone. This will really help you cut out those distractions. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, 
and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Number two, kick off your high focus times with meditation or prayer. Sometimes the noisiest thing is our mind, not our environment. Starting a high-focus session that's going to require all of your intention with meditation or prayer can calm your mind and help you get started. I am a huge fan of both the Headspace and the Calm apps. You can pick a quick meditation or a breathing exercise that'll help you tame all of those thoughts bouncing around in your head before you embark on your focus session. There's no one right way to do this, but if it's something you're interested in doing, start with just five minutes, and the next week add on five more, and then keep adding until you find that sweet spot that helps you ease into focus. Another great way to clear your head before a focus session is to do a mind sweep. Kind of like a brain dump, but it sounds a little nicer. Just grab a sheet of paper and get everything bouncing around in your head, out of your head, and onto paper. This can make it easier to transition into a period of focus. And then number three, use your headphones. I know this sounds like a given, but sometimes the best solution is the easiest one. And when you're not able to physically get away from a noisy environment, headphones can be a lifesaver. Now, I myself don't use noise-canceling headphones, but if silence is impossible in a moment that I need to focus, I'll pop in my AirPods and listen to brown noise. Okay, really quick, let's sidebar and talk about what the heck brown noise is. Turns out there's an entire spectrum of sound that the ears pick up. Kind of like they're different colors of light, there are also different colors of sound. Obviously, you can't see these colors, it's just a way of categorizing them. The three main types of noise are white noise, pink noise, and brown noise. Think of white noise as the noise of a fan, radiators, or AC units running in the background. And white noise is really good for general sound masking. Pink noise is light or gentle rain, wind, leaves rustling, and pink noise is really good for sleep. And then brown noise, which is my favorite and what I used to stay focused, brown noise is stronger than pink noise, kind of like the sounds of strong waterfalls or thunderstorms. And it's also the best noise for focus. So if silence isn't an option, brown noise may be the next best thing for you. I actually have a favorite YouTube video with eight hours of brown noise bookmarked, and I listen to it whenever I need to settle in, focus, and get stuff done. I'll link it in the show notes so you can check it out. I know it's not exactly realistic to get away from noise all the time. I mean, you are listening to this podcast right now instead of meditating in silence, right? But the main thing to remember is to try to find moments of silence when you can. Even if it's just for a few minutes every day, those pockets of quiet time can make a big difference in what you can get checked off your to-do list. Plus, sitting in silence during a car ride or showering without music on can lead to some of your best ideas. So I encourage you to try it. Be alone with your thoughts for a bit 
and see what bubbles up for you. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 162. And before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 163. Episode 163 is all about why I'm dropping the ball on traditional time management philosophies. I know, I know, a time management coach saying that sounds kind of weird, right? But I'm not talking about completely scrapping everything that traditional time management has taught us. If you're sick and tired of hearing, just wake up at 5 a.m., make your bed every day, then you'll be successful, then you definitely won't want to miss episode 163. All right, friends, that's all we have time for today. So I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.